everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, your chief host of the show, and joining me, as always, is none other than my co-host, Avira. Hello! Hey, guys. Wow, I hope you had a fantastic holiday weekend. Halloween is literally my favorite holiday, so... Oh, yeah. Did you... Are you actually walk, being a walking, walking, walking candy corn? You didn't have to bring a basket of candy corn because you are a candy corn. <laughs> yeah, I, I, kinda. It, it's pretty funny. I actually got my fursuit on Halloween, um, way back in like 2016, and um, yeah, it, it's just like my day, man. So I, I hope that everyone had a very fun, very safe Halloween, and you got a crap ton of candy. Oh yeah. Well, I only got one group of trick-or-treaters knock on my doorstep, so I'm so I basically am now sitting on an excess pile of chocolates. Well, lucky you. Ah, well, I just pass it around to my workmates, so you know, waste <laughs> not, what not. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But hey, you know, you in the meantime, you went to a co- dress-up competitions at work. I did, yeah, yeah. I went to my job. Um, so it was it wasn't just on Halloween day it was like the entire weekend so on the first day um I, I went in uh, one of my coworkers dressed up as like a like a, a cow she had like this onesie like pajama or whatever somebody else actually dressed up as a zombie and they had like this face paint makeup and she looked really creepy but uh I went in there with my fursuit and I come on I mean a fursuit's not a costume I, I totally won and they were like, what the heck? <laughs> and of course, being candy corn themed, obviously, like, that was crazy. Nice. <laughs> ah, well. But, you know, everyone does celebrate does their own Halloween in their own way. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, joining us on the show, as always, my interim host, Noble. Uh, it's at least morning here and the sun's out. Whoops. Mm-hmm. It's It's been an odd weather week down here as it always is. Never stops. Like, it just never stops. But hey, at least on the plus side, I got humid, you know, relief from humid. And if you're like us in Halloween here in Australia... You don't celebrate it. Yeah. This is Australia, not America. <laughs> oh, <laughs> goodness. Your Halloween shit, you little cunts. <laughs> oh, come on now. Really? Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, well, we say it like it is. When in Rome. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's how we do it here. Joining us on the show after a long time, we have Stifier. Back again from the grave. I thought you decided to be back from the grave oh, at least yes. after Halloween. Exactly. It's been my time <laughs> to be out killing things without getting in trouble. Well, and yeah. also being undead yourself. I mean, that's exactly. cool. It is my time of the year. Oh, I feel you there. 
Halloween is so any, much better than Christmas. <laughs> did you get any um, of those trick or treaters knock on your doorstep? Oh, I think we have a def- like barely any. It doesn't happen around here much anymore, and I just ignore the door anyway because I don't like kids. Can't stand the fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I can't imagine it being much of a thing around Europe because oh, it used people, to be. Yeah, but most people just um, you know, live in these apartment blocks and that. So you know, in um, in England, like where I grew up, it was everywhere. I used to love going out trick or treating as a kid, but then um, when I moved, or even then, just just before I moved, it's slowly been dying off in England. Oh, uh, where where'd you move to? Oh, just are you still out of Europe? Yeah, I'm just further up north in England. Oh, okay. So that that's, I mean, you're literally in the same country. Yeah. Um. But but do they not have like Halloween celebrations? Like, do people not put out pumpkins and oh yeah stuff like that? It still goes on. Like okay. But Halloween here slowly it's actually turning into more of like people adults celebrating, drinking, having the parties than it is about the trick or treating now. Well, if you're an adult, I mean, yeah, that that does make sense. Well, yeah, but it's like. That's kind of what I prefer about Halloween, is to enjoy the horror, the gore, not kids dressing up getting fucking candy. Yeah, well, we used to call it Mischief Night, where basically, when I was, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 11 years old, me and my friends would like, we had the cans of Silly String, and like eggs and toilet paper and stuff like that, and we would just go around just destroying the entire neighborhood. See, I'm certain um, in the... It was either the day before or the day after, but I'm mm-hmm. certain it was the thirtieth. If if I might be wrong, but it was the thirtieth that was mischief night. You go yeah. out, it was all the mischief, and then the thirty first, you go out trick or treating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, we had a, a good time back then. Mm. But now, at least, well, it sucks that there's no good horror movies in a very long time. Because you can't get your proper Halloween. Horror has just been done to death. Or true, true. There's not too many good horror movies, but I will uh, give you a good recommendation called um, "Over the Garden Wall." It's an animated series. It's like a ten-part miniseries. Incredible music and incredible story. Like it's really cool, but it's 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 also serialized. Like you have to watch like each every episode, voiced by uh, Elijah Wood. Uh, Tim Curry. Um, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's incredible. See, the thing... Christopher Lloyd. Hmm. The thing I think now, what keeps Halloween alive and the horror as a big celebration, even all over Halloween and the whole time of the year, isn't the movies or anything anymore. It's the games. Gaming has overtaken hmm. because there's so much horror games, horror survival... Just mm-hmm. anything to do with gore and horror and oh, that's so true. Is all on gaming now. That is where the good horror is because no good movies have been out in so long. It the gaming has taken over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know you make it a fine point as well. Like some other things as well, including <clears throat> a certain sickness has killed off in-person Halloween. Yeah, exactly. So it's, um... Bit how, yeah, I mean, you could say it's a bit how you're doing, but 
Yeah. yeah. I suppose gaming is kind of where it's at. I mean, because seriously, who reads horror, you know, horror novels and stuff? Oh, I still like some good horror yeah, stuff. Some people still do believe it. I haven't really came across anything all that. In- the, the last, I guess, if you can say horror type of book that I've actually read uh, was Coraline. But that was maybe seven years ago. That was a creepy book, man. You remember Coraline, uh, right? They made a movie about it. Oh, also, yeah. What if, what if oh, that was spooky as hell. Yeah. What but I love it. Think about the other cultural depictions, like, you know, there's a Dia de los Muertos, which I will always ever forever call Mexican Halloween. <laughs> Day of the Dead? Yeah, Day of the Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, El Dia de los Muertos. The day for Stifior. <laughs> yeah, right on. <laughs> like I said, you know, if you want to appropriate it by having, you know, tacos for dinner and all that other stuff, but <laughs> I never guess. had one in your life. Never had a taco in your life. Nope. Never had a burrito either. Well, you could say you're missing out, but yeah. it's just not popular stuff around no, here. No, 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 but. I imagine it's something you can whip up at home. Of course. Probably, if I could be bothered. Yeah, it's not too bad, because, I mean, we have a, few, a good few Mexican joints down here, too. So. Mm. Oh, nice. So I think that's the thing. Like, There is Mexican places around England, just not... Um, well, as far as I'm aware, not many of them. It's just not something I've gone looking for. Yeah. That's fair. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you got other kinds of uh, good, like, foods and stuff around. Oh, I just want to... <laughs> Highlight a comment here, of yeah, Halloween. from Ali. She says, "All hail the kings of Halloween, Avera <laughs> and Stifier." Yeah, yes, we rock. Damn right, right on. All right, so we're going to move on to the start of what we have. Um, let's take a look. What it's been two years to the clock, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Ever since this whole, you know. <laughs> artificial sickness has engulfed the world. Well, engineered sickness has engulfed the world. And, and you know, we're... Paid time off work. <laughs> it has, yeah, well, it's given us a few months of work at least, inconvenienced a lot of people, mm. and made certain things inaccessible. But at the end of the day, you know, you know what? The people who are responsible for pushing through all of these and even and keeping you in had the nerve to ask for amnesty. In. Yes, uh, this was the article from The Atlantic. And basically their premise was, oh, we're so sorry for all of the bad things that happened to you during the pandemic, things that we caused, but please forgive us. Oh, lovely. I'm sorry, what? Um... Back in April of 2020, yeah. my grandmother died, and yeah. I we, I couldn't go to her funeral because funeral homes were closed. In fact, we didn't even have a funeral. We had to put her body on ice, and my family didn't want that. We ended up cremating her. So instead of being buried next to her husband, she is currently ashes in an urn, and there is no way on earth that i'm going to forgive these people for doing that to my family fuck them so there was no forgiveness for things like that 
No, it's impossible. I, I, I can't even. Like, how dare you even say this? I couldn't go and see my grandmother in the hospital when she was dying of cancer. Nope, because they had a limit or whatever. It's crazy. And now they want forgiveness. Let's see what this article says. Yeah, well, they're in the in the start of it, they've um, you know, they were all like, you know, how like we didn't know. Oh, what what just happened? And that's kind of like what it was, right? Like, oh, they knew. Yeah. They knew. Come on. Yeah, they only, of course. Come on. Yeah, that's good. They knew. They want, and they just wanted to keep pushing it in. Ah, social distancing. Yeah, they they wanted that control. Yeah. And now they're saying, oh, please forgive us for everything we did to you. Sorry we totally tanked the economy. Yeah, yeah what? Right, yeah. is this a news organization saying this? Or? Yeah, the Atlantic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <it's> the Atlantic. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that nuts? They That's want true. amnesty for this? Okay, well, instead of my grandmother being buried next to her husband like she wanted, we had to cremate her because funeral homes were closed. They were deemed non-essential. Bullshit. Non-essential. Are you kidding me? I don't know how you can deem that non-essential, but still... I, I, yeah, they did, though. They said, how dare you have a gathering of more than five people? Oh, can't do that because of the COVIDs. Fuck you. Well, don't so forget, you had politicians uh, and really rich people turning around and having like parties. What? Mm. Tons of people. I mean, it was fucking well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was politicians too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, they, they literally were, went to like famous like restaurants and crap. And uh, um, they're like, "Oh, non-essential businesses." I'm like, "Yo, you're spending two hundred bucks on a steak? Like, are you kidding me?" Yeah, and what the still heck? let people have weddings. I'm sorry, but you can delay a wedding. You can't delay saying goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Exactly it, right. it was a tough choice, man. Because like, mm-hmm. literally all funeral homes were closed. There there were no burials. There's there's no grave. There's nothing. And she wanted to be buried next to her husband, but uh, and, and this is a personal story, but this story is not unique. A lot of people went through this. A lot of us did because of the crazy ass lockdown policies that went down during the whole COVID times. It's nuts. And now they, they oh, I'm so sorry that we did all this, uh, but it's okay. You can forgive us, right? Uh, no, read this, read this, read this. Oh, we have to put these fights aside and declare a pandemic amnesty. Oh, (laughs) bullshit. We can leave out the willful purveyors of actual misinformation while forgiving the hard calls that people had no choice but to make with imperfect knowledge. No choice, no choice, imperfect knowledge. If it was imperfect knowledge, then don't do it until it's... If it was imperfect knowledge, then don't take the fucking death shot. Exactly. I mean, I've seen... I'm I'm sure you guys have seen this too. Of, like, older people in, like, nursing homes and stuff. And they're just, like, pressed up against the window. 
and people are yeah. like you know visiting them showing pictures and the people behind the glass they're just like oh hello my nephew how are you doing today but like you couldn't even go in the building that is so depressing I, and they want forgiveness for that no no not no sorry i can't no no. Same with like in hospitals and stuff, people giving birth, they wouldn't allow the father in because oh no, it's too yeah. many people. Yeah, well, that's good a crucial, point. That's a crucial exactly. part of seeing their child come into this world that you have forced them to miss out on. Yeah. But no, oh, it's just a misunderstanding. Forgive us. Oh, We've it's fine. Said- oh, whatever. Please forgive us for all the things that we we did to humanity over the last two years. It's fine. Neville? No way! Yo, if, if my wife was giving birth to my yeah. child, you damn know I'm gonna be there. But they didn't even hey. allow that. Yeah. Crazy. Neville, you wanna add something? Uh, unfortunately, I think I've forgotten. <laughs> what a shame. Isn't it the same convenience as forgotten? Oh, we totally forgot about all that stuff that happened in the past two years. Oh, right. Sorry. Th- it seems familiar to me, this kind of um, banter. From I came across a YouTube video that pointed out some of the advertisement that's been going on lately, and this story sort of uh, hits a nail for it, where it's mm-hmm. not actual true or sincere what the article is about or what the advertisement's about. It's just to try to trigger people into a response. That's no, all it is. they're actually desperate and begging because COVID is... The COVID is over party is happening right now. Who seriously well, wears masks outside these days? Uh, yeah, right. Well, yeah. Noble, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it, it is obviously just to, to get attention, to, to garner clicks and likes and yeah. and views. Like, that's also, what the media does nowadays. Having the nerve that says, oh, we fucked, you know, please save our asses before our heads roll off the fucking, <laughs> get kicked around like soccer balls. Yeah, li- literally. But but the fact that they actually have to say, "Oh, please for- forgive all of this." No. How how could we possibly do that when they destroyed the world? I'm sorry, man. I I, I just can't do it. We had a My grandma's ashes in a, an urn right now because of people like this. So fuck you. Like, I don't even care. Amnesty. Yeah, right. It's hurt a lot of people. And not only just in America, but across the entire world. Yeah. Most- Slides yeah. have shut down. Like, you couldn't even visit another country. As I was airlines- going to say before, we still have a fair few people that wearing masks in the state that I'm in. We also have had... Uh, mm. The news has also been pointing out that there's a few more variants floating around and we may end up having to go into lockdown again because tourists are starting to come back. My vaccine is going to protect me. Yeah, right. They totally flip-flopped on that too. Anyone who knows what a fucking vaccine would is, they find that statement complete bullshit. Yep. Vaccines don't protect, they just train your body to fight the viral infection. Ugh, fucking hell. It's so funny, because, like, you know, uh, 
Fauci was saying, um, oh, if you have the vaccine, you'll be fine. But he also said, oh, if you actually have the virus, then you're going to be immune. And then after that, you're fine. Mm. Totally flip-flopped on all that stuff. Yeah, it's always been back and forth with everything. And then every single time the release of vaccine, it mutates. It's a a never-ending thing. Just because Uh, there's something bad happening, you cannot rush something like a vaccine. It's like, oh, fuck, fuck, COVID's going to end. Shit, go back to the lab and make a new variant. No, it's literally like experimental drugs, like the whole jab thing. They literally just brought this out like less than a year later. Mm-hmm. And it's been causing blood clots and like sudden adult death syndrome. Avera, SARS has been around since what? Not no, SARS. SADS. No, no, SADS. SADS. Adult death syndrome, not, not like people getting blood virus. clots and dying from vaccines. Like they took the jab and like a week later they just dropped dead. That's happened a lot. Well, I had all four shots because of fucking work and I haven't. <laughs> the, the worst I got. Was a bit of pain on the second jab, and that was it. Well, thank God you're still alive. Everyone else got the sh- damn shot, and they're all still alive and kicking. Normal. Take some, yeah, like I said, pine needle tea. The SARS <laughs> virus has been around since 2002. Not, not SARS. It wasn't sexually attractive enough to turn around and figure out how to stop it. So now, when 2020 kicked off, well, we've got that problem. Yeah, the SARS. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying with the SARS and the. There's a lot of other things out there that are causing problems as well with viruses, but because it's not sexually attractive enough for people to invest in, you know, figuring out how to stop it, something else is going to kick up later on. I mean, shit, we had the Black Death once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Something else is going to come yep. along, I and mean, the what was it? The uh, yeah, horse Span- flu. Yeah, what we call flu. the Spanish flu. I mean, that was a fucking big ass problem, but. Oh, the flu is nothing really to worry about anymore. And then we had the, um, what was it? Oh, the Spanish flu was, yeah, that was totally fucked. Yeah, you sit there and listen to about stories of people literally coughing up blood and mucus in the streets. You're like, ugh. Mm-hmm. You can't imagine what that would be like today. Well, I don't know. Now it's just like an artificial coof, and it's like, it's, uh, it's, a, mind, it's a virus of the mind. Yeah, yeah well. Unfortunately, of... the fear generally kills more people than the actual virus. In yeah, some and that's pretty oh, much what yes, the that's big true. COVID thing is. Like, if you if you had heart problems, you weren't even allowed to go to hospitals at all. Like, they were shut down because if you don't have the COVIDs, uh, oh, you have you have to get some surgery. Well, they're just going to deny you. One of the biggest issues we had, especially in Australia, is that a lot of um, medical staff, whether you were doctors, nurses, um, an orderly, a GP, if you refused to have the the vaccine, you were basically terminated. Schools had that sort of issue. A couple of years later now, we've got issues where there's not enough teachers, there's not enough medical staff. GPs are basically, well, let's just say there's enough holes that makes it look like a Swiss cheese. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, live comment here. Two more. Uh, we'll finish. We'll wrap up this thing with a few live comments. Ali, I bet the pro COVID vaxxers feel pretty dumb like now. 
oh, they still do. They still will carry this on for as long as until they themselves die. But if you want to yeah. get them to feel even dumber, you can always just say to them, I hope you get vaccinated. Oh, yeah. Turn that shit back. Totally. You know, maybe you know, maybe you know what what the heck is inside of it, and now your ter- your blood is gonna turn into shit. Now I don't know if this is a rumor or not, or maybe if it's overblown. But I've seen I have seen many reports about like sperm banks that are accepting unvaxxed sperm at like a higher price. Uh, what? And and even blood banks too. Like like if you want to go donate blood. They're like, oh well, you're a pure blood, like you haven't been vaxxed yet. So yeah, that Vera, I think that would be a real commodity. Is that true? Avera, are these? Have you seen any of the names of the actual places doing this, or is this just? Um, I've seen you... this, um, like reported on the news. So whether or not those are reputable sources, I'm not entirely sure, but I have seen a lot of stuff about that. Like, if, okay. if you're unvaxxed, like, if you're a pure blood, like, people will pay more money for your blood donations. Because I, I don't mean. know how the U.S. Uh, medical system works in regards to blood donations, are they private or is it all public, those donation centers? Um, I would reckon that they're, they're more private, like, private companies doing this. Okay. So, at which point, that would be a selling point for... Well, yeah, you know, but is it though? Is it? Yeah, maybe not maybe not so much covered, but you know what? But maybe so because the the, the fact is, people are demanding unvaccinated blood and sperm, mm-hmm. and you know, and because unvaccinated people are the commodity, then yes, the prices will skyrocket based purely on the law of supply and demand. Yep, that that's what I've seen here. Simple economics, but yes. But at the end of the day, you know, if things go worse, though, there's always the black market. Oh God! Oh, that doesn't sound good. So what you're saying is I could be rich. <laughs> well, no. What you're saying is, hey, want some unvaccinated blood? Want some unvaccinated sperm? Well, I can tap it straight from the source. I'll just stick a needle in my arm. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Oh no. I, could I be prefer rich. if we didn't actually make a joke about that, considering there are some people with really rare blood types to the point where uh, if people found out that they were of that blood type, well, let's just say they might just disappear. Mm. I don't even know well, what blood type no, they are. I worry, you know, I think for us, for people who were unvaccinated... I'm not referring know, to vaccinated type of people, neither. I'm talking about actually blood the matter types. is, it actually is a very, very good lucrative venture for the unvaccinated who need an under-the-table, you know dealings which may be you know the norm going ahead that let's be real you know in this whole fucking covid economy and maybe an under the table system might be your way your way to go yeah who needs bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> just sell your blood for thousands of dollars yeah you'll be fine exactly you can always make more Oh goodness! Weeks, I'll be the new Elon Musk. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> and one last thing from Ali, uh, just to wrap up this segment in three minutes. Since a lot of idiots are understanding now, maybe Furcons will get rid of the COVID restrictions now. 
I don't think. I hope so. Uh, I, that, I really I, hope so, Ali. Please, I hope they do. With that comment, I have to point out that as long as it's just self-imposed, then yes. If it's put in by um, state regulators, then unfortunately, I have to follow it. Yeah, which a lot yeah. of the places still are, like state, you know, the, you know, state overreach and all that, like based yeah. on that sort of thing. Don't but, yeah. blame an uh, organization or group or whatever if they're following regulations with the location they're based at. If this is self-imposed, by all means, tear them a new one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like when it comes to like state laws and stuff like that, like if like the governor announces a state of emergency, have to do this. Yeah. Right. A statewide mandate. Yeah. Exactly. But now I'm pretty sure every single state, at least here in the United States, they've stopped doing that. Like you don't have to wear a mask. Like you don't have to be jabbed in order to go to some event as far as i'm aware i don't think that they still actually do that but it seems like furry cons don't really care and they're still trying to do well, it let's see what 2023 brings you know like first off you know well when we see if the midwest Furfest becomes a you know a train wreck like it always will is oh yeah see what 2023 brings in the you know in the public sphere so let's wait on that mm-hmm now, the next set of items that we've got, well, you know, we're going to the, the namesake of this show. So who here has, um, has heard of The Witcher? I have, indeed. Oh, oh, yeah, of course we all have. I thought the TV show was boring, so I just stepped away and stopped watching. Yeah. How many of you know the, the story was based off a book? I do very much. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, not. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, written by you know, written by the Polish Andrzej Sapkowski, and also, you know, how many of you know The Witcher is a well-running game series? Yep, I've seen some story. videos on YouTube about it, but I haven't actually played the game, so I'm not entirely all familiar with the game. I was only familiar with the game myself. Yeah. I mean, nice. I played the games a bit, you know, on the TV show, but it's been a bit weak for The Witcher. So, like, suffice it to say, like, if they've um, announced, to start with, a total remake of the first Witcher game, which started, you know, which started the whole big blow-up. And, the, and then the first Witcher game, it made The Witcher just super popular all of a sudden. Wait, hang on. They're remaking the original? Yeah, The Witcher 1. The one that came out. What are out. they going to do? Make it woke? Uh, oh, um, please, no. I hope not. I don't the know. only Granted, bad guys are white. <laughs> Granted, um, <laughs> the state of CD Projekt Red is a bit how you doing. Well, it's in but, the name. Yeah. Yes, but the thing... Yeah. But what's not at all like it's a it's something that's gonna get a total remake because you know the first Witcher is let's face it didn't age so well because of janky mechanics and stuff like that. Well, but, let's uh, see see what this article says. It says we are thrilled to announce that the Witcher remake uh, is being worked on. That's right. 
the game that started it all is being rebuilt from the ground up. Unreal Engine number five. Yeah. Oh, what does that, that mean? Now that means it's implying that they're going to build like a total remake while preserving a lot of the core gameplay elements and trying to address some of the stuff that didn't age too well. Yeah. Things like the combat. Yeah. But that's the oh, thing, like Unreal Engine 5 and stuff, it's, I'm certain that's one of the more later ones that most games have all made through. Yeah. Yeah, so it is. It's basically, it's just a full-on, up-to-date game, graphic-wise, gameplay-wise, everything, how you control it. But then the issue that it arises is, is it a remake or a remaster? Right. Oh, I mean, that's difficult yeah. to say. The gra- mm-hmm. Graphically, Witcher 1 was actually all right for its time in 2007. You know, when the PC and Xbox 360 were around, it actually was pretty good by those standards. Crazy to think that was like 15 years ago. Yeah, and you know, it started off this whole Witcher craze, and you know, and from there it spawned another, you know, another two Witcher games, and eventually the TV series. Yep. See, it says uh, the game is currently in the early stages of development. At the Polish studio uh, Fool's Theory, where uh, Witcher's series staff are involved. We, as CD Project Red, are providing full creative supervision. So, hopefully, this studio does well. Um, yeah. If they want to remake this and, and make it actually a proper game in the modern age, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes, I guess. Yeah. Like and they said, you know, they have full trust because the the studio, you know, has a lot of the stu- the source material well, and you know, and there's a lot from the first game itself, the re- from the original that you draw from. Granted, there is a lot of stuff in the first game that's just, you know, it's just so out there. You know, it had gambling. You know, you could. Actually, oh you could, goodness! Yeah. Can't have that now, can yeah, we? Well, in playing, a game. Oh no! You're playing dice poker. You could. You could actually collect cards. You know, when every single time you slept with a woman in the game. I honestly, I don't see what's wrong with that. Like, if you're playing yeah. a freaking game, and there's gambling involved, and, and you know, and the guy, yeah, the man whore, who um, yeah, whatever. Like, you sleep with the the local whores or whatever. Like, if that's in the reality of like that universe, then okay, mm-hmm. it's just make believe. You're literally just pressing buttons, well, exactly, and sitting at a computer, right? Like, come on. It's an old-timey set fantasy game. The whole yeah, yeah, I know. Old time and fantasy. Not means you can go out see some woman and expect her to slip you a card and fuck you. No, no one's gonna think that just from playing a fucking game. Yeah. No, of course not. It's literally just a game. Like that's all it is. I unfortunately have to say that yes, there are people out there that think that. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And and you're not wrong, Noble. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but yeah, you're you're right. There are people literally who will be offended by this somehow. Mm. They'll find something. Oh, there's okay. always something. Speaking of remake and stuff, though. So, Cypher, you played some of The Witcher Three, right? A little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot that you can take from there, like. 
you know, the combat was kind of really just smooth and fluid. Mm -hmm. But granted, you know, I survived. I slogged through the Witcher 1. I was a bit iffy about Witcher 2 combat. I was like, mm, I should probably try that again. But Witcher 3, it was just so fluid and smooth. And that's, yeah, and that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, it like was a really well-handled game. Yeah, but now with Witcher 3, it's, yeah. If they poured over the combat to that way and, you know... Well, essentially what this should be, now that it's coming out, like now slash in the future kind of thing, it's being made now, it yeah. should be better than Witcher 3. Yes. The same storyline as the beginning of it, but better, especially with like, all these 4K, 8K TVs yeah, and stuff and like RTX. Out on these new consoles and everything. Yeah. From what I've seen, the graphics look just a tad bit more updated. Yes. And I think that that's really where like all of their money and or effort actually went into. Not necessarily the storyline, you know? Yeah, mm. I mean, because... And, and we've seen this a lot with video game reboots or like yeah. um, and sequels and whatnot. Again, like the source material is the book called The Witcher. Like yep. a novel series. Right. So, yeah, I mean, granted the game is kind of, you know... Well, it is, and even the creator himself, Andrei Sapkowski, expressed his distaste for the Witcher video games, like saying it made the Witcher popular as a whole, and and it spawned a generation of gamers who love it. But you know, he just lamented it didn't spawn a, ser a generation of novel, you know, book lovers. Well, you know he, he won't because it's like that's what we're kind of in now is the whole generation of everything is digital. Yeah, everything is gaming, and now you know we're spawning a generation of people who will know The Witcher from the TV series. Hmm. Right? It's like you know, it's a it's an evolving thing. Well, exactly. Everything evolves with time, mm -hmm. but sometimes it evolves in the wrong way. When the people yes. behind it decide to diverge a bit too much, yeah, it's, and it's that's extremely where... difficult to like make a. A vi uh, like a movie or a TV show about a video game. It's very hard to yeah, do that. Yeah, let alone a book. You know, it's um... oh, of course, the adaptation on an adaptation to make a new adaptation yeah, exactly. for like a movie or a cinema. You know, exactly. but instead of doing that, the need to go straight from the original source and straight to the book because the book mm -hmm. is literally the script. You've got it there. Just write it out in a format. It's the, of yeah, script. it's there. It's the characters. It's the world. It's everything. Mm -hmm. It's what they say. It's what they do. It describes what you want to set the scene as. Right, and I, I gotta say, man, like I think Peter Jackson completely nailed it when he, the Lord of the Rings series, you know, those three movies. He's a fan of Tolkien. He made those movies, and they were absolutely incredible, like right. top notch. And it's very hard to do something like that. Even like with the Harry Potter books too. I think mm. that was a success because like they completely nailed it. Obviously they couldn't incorporate everything because they're too long. You know, like as you're reading it, it's, it's a different experience than actually watching it in a movie. But now... The thing How do you think The Witcher is going to do this like when it comes to a video game adaptation... And you're being involved, like you're literally playing a character in this game. And then, you know, from there, you know, now the generation is there, they're making that said thing into a TV series after it. Right. From both the video game and or the book. 
Exactly, especially when of an adaptation. Yes. Yeah, and the thing that makes it the bigger issue is books are linear. It's got the start to finish. There's no divergent. Mm-hmm. There's no choices. Whereas video games, because people don't tend to fully like, oh, I play the game, go through it, I'm done. There's no point playing it again because I know what happens. I know the storyline. Everyone likes RPGs, so you can go around and do what you want. Make, make but then when you try, and, yeah, you know, and change make your own choices. Do this, do mm-hmm. that. Your choices make yeah. a difference to the storyline. You chose this. Well, now this is going to happen. But then when you try to base something else off of that, that's when it goes wrong. Right. Because a TV series or a movie is linear. So you need to go back to something that was linear. Do not base it off of the free roaming game. Go back to the fucking book. Yeah. And with the TV series, we're going to move to that. Um, there's been a lot of happening in the TV series because now, at the end of the third season, with we... well, Henry Cavill, the star of The Witcher, as Geralt of Rivia, has departed the show. Yeah. And fans are not happy. Well, the, the title alone kind of says it all. What the heck is happening with The Witcher? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, like the star Henry Cavill has announced his resignation, and you know, and he's not, and he's not going to be, you know, playing Geralt in season four. Yeah. Oh. So instead, his stand-in is going to be Liam Hemsworth. Which no one seems to be happy about that at all. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yo, on Twitter, Twitter exploded. They oh, were like yeah. so pissed. Well, that's the thing. Is like I've seen it plenty of times, and that is because um, people always say the role was made for Henry Cavill. Yeah, it's him. That's the thing. He like no one else can possibly step foot into that role, play it the same because Henry Cavill. Apparently, like, from what I heard, he loves the books. He loves the game, so he put his heart and soul into it. I know. Yeah, he totally did. And let's let's see this comment right here from uh, someone named Ariel. It's uh, Henry Cavill leaving The Witcher uh, after begging Netflix for the role and being the biggest fan of the franchise, making the report that the writers hate books seem to be more plausible. Now, they chased that man away. From the series, this is sick. So yeah, I guess he probably saw what was going on here, and he's like, "Hmm, you're totally not um, loyal to the actual lore, like the actual content of the books." And I guess maybe he he was a really big fan of it, and he just didn't want to be a part of it. I mean, and that's the thing. It's um, and that's basically the fault with the show writers, and they're not wrong to allege it. It's because now the current plague with these shows, you would think of it is like the show writers are either not fans or actively hate the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and as an actor, like someone who is actually a fan of the content that they're going to be starring in, yeah, yeah. that would be a major disappointment. Yeah, Can you imagine like, like being a, a fan of like uh, Star Wars and like being recruited to like be in some spin-off show that has nothing to do with Star Wars lore. Yeah, that would suck. I wouldn't want to do it either. Yeah, so I, I totally don't blame him. And like you look at the current crop of TV shows and that that have just been you know that have propped up recently. You've got Halo. You've got the Rings of Power. Yeah. Oh Evil. God. 
and you know they're all clusterfucks. Yeah. And again, it basically stems back to the whole the writing team either hates this content or are not fans of it, and they just want to do their own thing and deviate from the source material. Yeah, because it's an ego boost. They want to be like, oh, I'm such a good writer, I can do better. I can do this, I can do that. Well, clearly you can't, because look how it's crashed. Not even so much an ego boost, but rather Mm. injecting stuff into the whole, the new adaptation. Yeah. And, 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 And when they do that, that completely goes against the lore of the original material. I mean, look at Rings of Power. They completely butchered that. They spat on the grave of Tolkien. I mean, come on. With the actor that's quitting, uh, how popular was he with the fans up to this point? Dude, he... Lots of people say that Henry Cavill is the show. Without Henry Cavill, The Witcher is just going to flop. So, in other words, they pissed off the literal um, gold mine. The face of the whole. And, oh, you know, yeah. Geralt of Rivia is the head character of The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Wow. And everyone says, literally, like, Henry Cavill is Geralt in person. He was made for the role, basically. So the show without him is not going to go far. And, and that does make a lot of sense. Like, when audience you know, views this, they see him as that character. And, like, like, that's you. Like, this is that person I identify, like, I understand it. And then if they try to just switch it out because of some reasons, uh, people are not going to want to watch it anymore. Mm -hmm. They're they're just going to tune out. Right. And then they, they, they'll just go back to the original game, the original books and the yep. games. Yeah, exactly. Even, yeah, They're going to go back to the media. Yeah, they'll even probably look forward to the to the Witcher 1 game remake rather than the season 4 of the TV series. Yeah, <laughs> yep. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's a very big line that I want to say from this article, you know. And, and this one here, this one sentence. You, you have, have to, to respect, respect the yeah, work before you're allowed to add to its legacy. Doesn't that is so true. Like, so true. Yeah, well, yeah, it's very true. But how... Like, who, who was saying that? It's like, DeMeo was one of the writers, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, how can you say that if you're not respecting the legacy? You're just adding to something. If you're saying, oh, we don't want to go with the books, we don't like them that much, then you're not respecting anything. You're spitting on it and taking your own stride. Yeah, yeah. The mayor is one of the writers for The Witcher and what well, was. Also, he was, so he's not one of the ones that are trying to say, oh, well, I don't like the books, I don't want to write yeah, it like well, that. Yeah, well, you know, he's, he's doing his level best, but now yeah. you know, the current crop of writers are just you know, people out to make a buck, boost their egos, and inject all kinds of poison into our entertainment. Yeah. In the hopes of final, you know... Well, yeah, because it's been built up to something so big now. All these new writers and or whatever can come in and say, well, I've got my name on this. I was part of such a big show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. So, again, you know... But all up, though... 
um, in regards to this, what's your optimism? You know, optimism about The Witcher at the moment? It's it's still. Don't get me wrong. It is still a very strong a franchise in a strong position. You know, like look at how much cash The Witcher Three made. See, so, um, like, best game of twenty fifteen. Well, that's the thing. The games will continue. The franchise will probably, now that they're remaking the first one, it's a whole new light lit under the games. They can make more and more and more and keep going. Yeah. But the series will not go far. No. Especially not with the TV series being handled the way it has. Exactly. So if, if anything, the series doing this, losing the lead, doing something that no one likes anymore, is just going to bring even more of a light to the new game. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, that's a very good point. Like, we would rather be playing the games than watching some cinematic adaptation of something run by these wackadoodles who don't actually care about the, the story. Yeah. I thought people would have learned this lesson from Dragon Ball Evolution, but... Uh... Yeah, you would think, right? <laughs> I mean, like they could have even looked at something so recent as to what happens when you diverge too far from the original story or you try to take it under your own wing. Look at how Game of Thrones ended and now look at where Witcher is going. I'm not, yeah, and I haven't really been super invested in Game of Thrones, but as far as my knowledge goes, that the last season, um, the writer himself was not actually involved in no, that last was. season. He wasn't, he right? No. And, and that, that's why it went to shit, right? Yeah, it's because the books that it was based on haven't yeah. been broken yet. So the people who were actually in charge and risked the whole season rushed so much into one season that was this, that, and everything, and it was handled horrifically. Yeah, they... and that's why they it was completely bonkers. You know, yeah. like, the dude who wrote the story, who made this world, yeah, w- w- when he was not involved in this, and then other showrunners were like, oh, we can totally do it, and they just messed it all up. Yeah. Look what happened. I'm pretty sure George R.R. R. Martin even said himself... He yeah, was, he was pissed. He he was furious. He did not like yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, look at online. There's petitions and that everywhere saying to rewrite season eight. Redo it. Redo it. It was horrible. Redo it. Oh, Make- yeah, you're right. I, I saw a bunch of stuff about that. People are saying, oh, please redo the season. And I, I even saw some fans saying that season eight is like not canon. And like they just refuse to believe it. <laughs> Some weird stuff like that. Well, technically, it isn't canon because it's not the books that it's supposed to be based on haven't been written. So it's all yeah. When the books are finished, well, then there you go. There's what should have happened. And now, Mm -hmm. you know, Game of Thrones has the House of the Dragon, and that is totally kicking Rings of Power's ass right now. Rings of Power, that. Debacle is a complete failure, but the new House of Dragon, my goodness, I, I think they got like twice the amount of viewers that the other show got. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. 
Yeah. That just goes to show how much people are still eager for something for Game of Thrones. Make it. Oh good yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. Like I am. Hell, I, I haven't been super invested in this, but when I saw like the first episode that was free on YouTube, I watched it and I was like, "Oh man, that's actually really good." Mm-hmm. And that's oh yeah. What, that's exactly what the Game of Thrones fans wanted. The fans. Yeah. Something they've been eager for for so long. Forget the ending. We have this now. Mm-hmm. Well, which? Why did Witcher not learn from that? Why did they not see what happened? How anything to do with the Game of Thrones story had to backpedal so hard into House of the Dragon now. I think and it's because the, the the writers and directors of whoever created this uh, new franchise, the House of Dragon, they actually care about the lore. The, exactly. the, the mythology, like the, they mm-hmm. want to develop these characters and make them more relatable and and interesting. They actually they actually f- hired good writers to do this. Exactly, and that's why they didn't do that with Rings of Power. They mm. were just literally pandering off like the backs of uh, uh, Tolkien and Peter Jackson, and it, it just didn't work. And then when what like when I watch um, Rings of Power in comparison to house of the dragon it's it's night and day like it's it's incredible well that's exactly the crucial point especially with what's happening with the witcher it goes to show the divide between when it's people who are fans and adore it who mm-hmm. write for it and are behind it because they know what fans want because they are fans compared to when people who take over who think they know what's best and what people want Oh, this totally. is the biggest mistake they could have ever made is to piss off Henry Cavill enough to where he said, I'm done. Yeah, I don't blame him. I really don't. He saw what was going on, and he's like, man, you know what? This is not for me. So yeah, I, I get that. Hope Maybe they'll find another actor who's willing to yeah, like pander and crap, but well, yeah, I don't know. Hemsworth in it, and I just—I don't see how it's going to go forward with him. I just don't. I don't think so. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, well, there's one more thing. Like while we're still sticking on the same ball as you know, as with TV series and and the same tangent about how things are written, but we're going to go with another TV, you know, another adaptation. Well, all right. It's Hercules. Oh. oh, here we go. So, live action Hercules will be experimental, inspired by TikTok. How are they going to be inspired by TikTok? Then we see. have like a show. Have we? Then we have like a cartoon that was, you know, the I can't remember what it was called, but it was like the thing of Cusco or something. Ah, Cusco. Yes, Cusco's poison. The poison for Cusco. Um, oh, oh, it's just. Emperor's New Groove? Yeah, oh, Emperor's New Groove. That was the one I was thinking of. I just couldn't get oh, the name that. in my head. Yeah, as soon as you mentioned Kuzco, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, it's I, knew it was, it? I knew it was that one. It was just, <laughs> just didn't know the exact name off the top of my head. That's probably but, and they, they want to do a live action of this movie? Yeah, Hercules. Like, live yeah. action and inspired by TikTok. So it's going to be a bunch of cringy assholes no one wants to see lip syncing to the original fucking cartoon. And I have to wonder if Cena is going to make an appearance. 
man, I swear, if Hercules starts twerking or or something oh. like that, like he flosses, I'm just gonna tune out. You guarantee like, it'll happen. Guarantee. It'll happen. I, I know. I know. Because it's TikTok, right? Like, of course. Oh, he's gonna do that stupid crap. Oh goodness. It said it said somewhere here. Yeah, there in the quote. Um, at the bottom of the page, audiences today have been trained by TikTok, right? I can't see the rest. All right. So, so that's what is their expectation of what that musicals look like and feels like? I'm, no, no. Just because people see people fucking around on TikTok does not mean they're trained to expect that out of a musical. Is this what the modern audience of moviegoers is like? They think? Is it like? Why can't they everything? just leave this alone? What is the, the heck? Is the modern audience, you know, is the modern cinema goer somebody who's addicted, you know, addicted to their phone and browsing through TikTok every single minute of the day? Well, exactly. How can you go from a minute-long TikTok that is utterly stupid, pointless, fucking ridiculous, no, nothing original? any time, to a full-length movie. Seriously, have you not seen the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie from back in the 90s? Oh, of course we all did. That's hilarious. With the freaking dinosaurs and whatever. Yeah, that was bonkers. But this, though... Have you not seen Super Mario Brothers? Oh, I I know exactly what you're on about. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Though? Yeah. Like, the fact but... of the matter is, like, what do they mean by the modern audience? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They mean social justice warrior woke shit. Or people yeah, who that's you know, what they mean. Precisely. Social media addicts. You know, people who spend all day on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. So, you name here's it. a question: um, If they think this is going to succeed, how do they, you know, keep someone's eyes on one screen? When they're prone to like uh, I don't know switching from screen to screen, yeah, like exactly, yeah. Fans. Inspired by TikTok, so you're used to scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, not paying attention to one thing yeah, for more than a minute. Like, so how are you going to turn that into a movie? Two screens at once, like swipe this, and then you know somebody makes yeah. You've heard it here. <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> people in the cinema trying to swipe the uh, screen at the front mm. of the bloody room. Gonna get a new, gonna get a new job for the buddy um, cinema people. They're gonna have the screen attached to wires, and they're gonna have to swing around the entire fucking theater. Goodness gracious! <laughs> follow the screen. Follow the screen. There you go. You're interested now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That's crazy. Uh, it's just gonna go horrific. And the worst part is to say about the modern audience that's gonna want to watch it. I'm sorry, but anyone who's going to want to rewatch Hercules in a modern well, just now as a live-action remake is the people who originally watched it, not yeah, the man. audience of kids nowadays. They don't care. <laughs> They're not going to want to see it. Yo, I haven't seen like Hercules since I was like nine years old. Like, uh, I think I might have seen the movie like once, and it was pretty good. I, I loved Hades; like he was an awesome character. Are you thinking this might go down the path of like uh, Looney Tunes live action or something? Oh, I'm definitely. not. I'm not. I don't know, man. Like, I really don't know. 
it's probably going to be full of all these kinds of political agendas. Like that, that's know. probably what's going cringy, to happen. Yeah, maybe a lot of cringy musical numbers. Yeah, oh, yeah, super yeah. cringe okay. crap. It's like and, yeah. musicals were bad enough as it is, but now no, oh, well, well, not not all, not all. To me, they were. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of musicals. I like Sweeney Todd. That was a good one. Um, with Johnny Depp in it, I like that. I, I I do like some musicals. Uh, when they have like, for example, um, like Little Shop of Horrors, incredible. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I love that crap. But um, when it comes to like Hercules, a live action. I mean, how are they gonna do that? I pray that they don't make Hercules some kind of like trans black woman because well, they, they probably cool. will. Uh, Vera, I think the more modern approach would be uh, trans-indigenous. Ah, uh, uh, you know, of course, yeah. <laughs> well, we was Greeks and shit. Yeah, but they're, they're probably going to do something stupid like that, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. Because of mud diversities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, mess goodness. Now, and that's not speaking about the rest of the live-action stuff, because, you know, in if you go through Greek mythology... There's a lot of you know mythological creatures that in Greek, in the Greek mythos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are they gonna do with Hades? Because well, exactly. in the animated version, Hades was freaking cool. Mm-hmm. There's so much that they could do with Greek mythology. Oh, there's so much they could do. Yeah, for sure. But I really hope they actually do it properly. The the won't. There's no way you can do anything properly when you tag on. Inspired by TikTok. Yeah, uh, uh, good point. Inspired <laughs> by TikTok. Inspired was... by like that woke politic bullshit. Yeah, was... you're totally right, man. You you nailed it. Like, have you the seen? Thing I'm wondering the... though is how much influence is China going to have on all of this? Because well, where do you think TikTok came from? Well, exactly. Oh, that's a good point. Well, uh, when it comes to that, I. I... Honestly, I think that China is probably going to ban this movie in their country. I'm surprised they have done that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they're probably going to ban it because it has to deal with uh, spirituality and different like aspects of the afterlife, and China will absolutely ban something like that. Especially if, let's say, if if the production company in the United States wants to promote like this you know gay agenda or whatever china is not going to accept that and oh, no, no, they're no. going to ban it as they have with many other movies before mm. and you know disney's trying to su- disney is still trying to suck up china so, yeah. oh yeah yeah they're they're trying but you can't really negotiate with communists no no so. it's not that because they ha- they have a conflict of values well cultural the cultural barrier And also commies. But, yeah. But, anyway, but that's kind of that, though. So, you know, that's another way, you know, something is also circling down the Disney train. So, yeah. Vera, how long did you spend in the 1960s? Um, I'm not sure because I wasn't alive back in the 60s. It's in reference to how you're talking. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Do I sound like a McCarthy-era kind of person? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what you keep saying. Yeah, I, I know what you're referring to. Okay, all right, whatever, bro. <laughs> but seriously, China is super crazy. Like, they actually did ban movies that were produced in America because they didn't like the fact that there were gay people in there or black Damn, people black were like uh, the protagonist. They, they totally banned those movies. I so mean, I, it's just perplexing to me that China would actually do this again. You've heard it here, folks. A film would fit really well into the Fallout universe. <laughs> yo, if I was like born in the 1940s and w grew up in the 50s, yo, that would be like my timeline for sure. Mm hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mean, but well, also China is kind of whack. So whatever. Say what you want, though. But when you say you know, China is, you know, did all this, all that banning, I'm, I'm actually tempted to play devil's advocate for them. But you know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would love to have this movie banned everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, good. Then yes, ban it everywhere. Like honestly, you cannot make a movie and tag it say inspired by TikTok. They are just words that will not go down well. Live action movies based on the old Disney anime has yeah. gone horrific already. So what makes them think, oh, let's do another one inspired by TikTok? Yeah, Matt, don't you think that was like a weird thing to say? Like, what are you talking about? Inspired by TikTok? Mm -hmm. Like, what, those music videos by like people that post all that silly meme stuff. Yeah. How in the bonkers is a movie going to be inspired by TikTok? Like, that doesn't really make any sense, does it? Avera, what if they have it in the same format as TikTok? What? So you go to the movie theater and you see it for like 30 seconds and you leave? No, no. No, I mean the actual video format. Well, that would just be silly. Really, silly. Yeah, um, why would they do that? That's that, so. That's messed up. What the heck? Considering some of the stupid shit that's been going on in the last like what four years. Yeah, thereabouts. You really think they're not stooped to that level? I don't know what the heck China's media is all about. I don't live there. I'm referring to Disney and the yeah. um, Hercules movie. Oh. See, okay. What they're going to do with this one now is instead of going to the theaters and having a massive screen, you're going to sit down, there's going to be no screen there, and just a cable in front of you where you plug your phone into and you can just flick through all the songs in the movie. Stife, yeah, we're in the 21st century now. You have Wi-Fi. <laughs> How's yeah, Wi-Fi? Who goes to movie theaters anymore? Oh, Hell, yeah, I haven't in years. Anymore, eh? anyway. I could just watch it on Netflix or whatever. Oh, I to the cinema. Oh uh, yeah, I watched went, I, I went the bad guys on the big screen. I went, I went to. Oh yeah, me too. I went to the big screen for quite a few. The times. last movie I saw was 1917. It was a World War One movie. That was before COVID happened. That was the last Stifio, movie I ever saw. I imagine Stifio would be the type to go to the big screen to watch Black Adam. Um, nah. I, I heard Holy that was pretty good. Both of the Venoms. Almost all of the Marvel movies. I've I didn't go watch Thor. Didn't watch um, Black Widow. And it's like I'm I'm very picky. I have to know it's going to be a movie that I want to spend this money on because it's 
it's so much more of an experience than just slapping something on Netflix. Personally, I'm pissed off with what they did with the Black Widow movie. I mean, we have a we have an, a character mm-hmm. who was in pretty much like the early Marvel movies for the modern age, mm-hmm. and they just slapped that out. Not to mention, they really fucked with the actress too. Yeah. What the hell, Disney? Yeah. All right. So, looks like we've reached the end of this week. It's been, yeah. It's been quite the trip, hasn't it? So, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, is this um, LSD wear off? Oh, I don't know. Probably never. I, it's, in, it's in high supply. Most of the shit that's going on just feels like a bad trip. It's in the water supply. (laughs) 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 Yeah, LSD in the water supply is turning the freaking frogs trans. Exactly. That's it. And indigenous. (laughs) 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 All right, so who would um, like to wrap up? Um, Well, most of mine is based with The Witcher again. I'm just, I just want to see how fast it's going to crash down because it looks like it's already crashed before it's even started. The games yeah. are going to come back into light again. And some of that I saw before is, um, I remember Henry Cavill stepped away from being Superman to be in The Witcher more, but now he's back as Superman and he's left The Witcher. They've literally pushed him away and back into the DCEU. Was I, yeah. Well, I like him as Superman. He did. A, he is not yeah. right Superman. But the fact that we're going to be missing him in The Witcher, it's not worth having him back as Superman to miss him as Gerald. Mm, it's it's going to be a train that's going to crash, and we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Right. So, um, Noble. Well, sorry, what was the first topic we had on today? Um, the COVID amnesty. Right. That was a complete bullshit article. I'm sorry, but this just mm. fucking whacked. And well, the fact you could have said it, that without, um, without the I'm sorry part. Yes. The Witcher, I basically tuned out because I didn't like the TV show. I wasn't, I don't really game all that much. I mean, there's probably two or three or, games. Or, that you know, you didn't. Could have invested in the TV series a bit more, maybe. I don't know. Uh, the TV series just didn't interest me at all. Fair enough, but yeah, I don't know. It's just fucking whacked. And this Hercules yeah. thing, I... it sounds like a train wreck. But the downside is, if they're talking about it, it means it must be getting close to its uh, release. At which point, okay, where's the popcorn? Oh yeah, it'll be happening, no doubt. Mm-hmm. All right, hey Vera. All right. Well, um, I hope everyone had a fantastic Halloween weekend. Uh, it really has been incredible. At, at least, like for me, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah. I, I guess I'll see you next week. All right. Yeah. Don't really have too much else to say about that, except for The Witcher. But oh my goodness gracious! Please get some good writers on board. Freaking save, yeah, save, save. Oh save my goodness! Culture, please, with writers that <laughs> actually care about the legacy and the source material. Precisely. I don't think, I don't think the yeah. writers can save it now. 
because yeah, nobody well, wants to see Liam Hemsworth in it. <laughs> Not even the writers can save it now. I hope everyone has an incredible night, and I can't wait to see you guys next week. Later. And as always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Player.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. This is us signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Magic 8 Ball! See ya! Arr-